Welcome to The Hair of the Dog. This podcast is intended for an over 18 audience, so if you're under 18, sit in butter and slide on. Hello and welcome to Her the Dog with me, JP. And me, Dargy. Bringing you episode three, Holidays, the Good, the Bad and the Ugly. What's the crack? Not a lot. How are you? Ah. Same thing. Same shit. Different day. That's it. Uh, we actually had a message uh, relating to one of the previous episodes. I think it was okay. episode one. Okay. Um, in the, uh, with, to do with the mystery topic, which was um, swinging. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a lovely message from, I'm not going to name the business, but they, they're a business that develop um, paddles for light spanking. And it's actually a very professional um i checked out their instagram page and okay. you know it's it seems really interesting seems and, legit. It, and i'm i'm sad that i didn't actually notice this message until believe it or not last night okay and uh they they wrote saying hey jp and daryl g love the first episode so the topic around swinging and fab swingers was very interesting however as in the, uh however we as in those who participate uh, use terms nowadays such as ethical non-monogamy and okay. we refer to being in the lifestyle rather than swinging ah. as you put it swinging is an old-fashioned term this is probably why you thought people in the lifestyle are ancient the scene in ni is great and but very private as there are a lot of judgmental views in ni anyway love the show keep it kinky Ooh. and then they signed off with their name and i do you know what I thought that was fucking lovely. Yeah, it was lovely. Thank you very much. And yeah. uh, apologies that we used the wrong terminology. I I, I don't know an awful lot about <laughs> it. Um, but no, thank you very, very much. And totally agree there. But the thing with them saying, you know, very judgmental. The thing with people in NA is they're judgmental about everything. Oh, yeah. Bunch of cunts. Absolutely everything. Bunch of so absolute it, cunts. It must be difficult for... Um, if you if you do that, you know it would be even more difficult to talk about it yeah. because it'd be so 100%. so judgmental. Yeah, but thank you very much for the for the message. Yeah, yeah appreciated that. I I uh, I checked out and I'll show you after. But on a on a separate podcast, they actually discussed their business, okay. which is really really cool. Yeah. Um, maybe we could do uh an episode uh, where we maybe get talking to you personally yeah, who knows head, if you're if you're us, still listening hit us up you know um or you know uh let us know you know and yep. we'll, we'll be more than happy to hear from you will they tell you what fucking happened to me today you will never believe what happened to me today oh god so sitting in work and have a big two liter bottle of water right big massive fuck off thing and it uh, got it in Sports Direct, tenner, right? Down from 20 quid. Great job. And <laughs> I would take it to work with me and, you know, drink it throughout the day. Now, I do piss like a greyhound with it because of it, right? Lovely. But anyway, there I was and uh, I was like, it was just before break. And I says, I'm going to take a, a, a drink of this now. And I talk a massive, no, there was dilute in it, right? I took a big, massive gulp of it and felt something going down my throat and I was like oh that must just be like that must just be like fruit pieces or something you know like the wee bits yeah but then I thought no there is no bits in it right 
So I took another gulp and something else went in my mouth. And I said, what in the name of fuck is this? So I got a piece of paper and I spat it out into the pa- uh, tissue. What was it? Thumb. A fucking eerie wig. Oh, a fucking eerie wig. I swallowed the first one. <laughs> oh. I follow. I swallowed the first one, and then caught the second one. And I was like, "How? How could that have happened to me?" So my guess is, as I was filling it up, the fuckers crawled into the straw or something. <laughs> and at least it's protein for one of them. But the whole day, I was like, well, I, I, it made me feel very bulky. On that to do with, you know, we bastard bugs. Yeah. Have you fucking seen the shit that's going on in Paris with these bed bugs? Oh, the bed bugs, yeah. What it's rotten. I was sitting, actually, just going through what we were going to be doing today. And I was upstairs, you know, and Roshan goes, here, have you fucking seen this shit in, in France? And I was yeah. like, what? She's like, look at this, and showed me the videos of like the mattresses in the street. It's off. disgusting. It but, really like, there's is. fucking hundreds of people are just fucking they're, their mattresses. They're saying that the it's gonna end up over here. The invasion will happen over here. You know, <laughs> it's. Uh, I'm on about the bed bugs. I'm on but, about the bed bugs. Like they're fucking no, but they're not like normal. But they're massive. Yeah, like, it's like a sexier really, nail. It's really really stinky. Yeah, but. I like they always say, don't let the bed bugs bite, don't let them into your fucking house to start no, with. But we're going to yes. Paris, yeah, in January. Listen, I just take a sleeping bag. I I'll take a sleeping bag. Wrap myself up in cling film, like it's just because yeah, it's disgusting. No, I like. I didn't think it, whenever she said it to me, I was like, all right, yeah, just yeah. okay. be on bed bug. <laughs> <laughs> and then she showed me a video of it, of, and it was just. Like, they're crawling up the bus seats and everything. Like, they're it's, fucking mad. It's disgusting. What, but where did they come from? Where did they come from? Well, apparently, like, there's a lot going on, obviously, in France at the minute with the Rugby World Cup. And then yeah. there's the Fashion Week as well. So they're saying that, like, they could have came from, like, America or, or yeah, they could have well, came ma- from uh, anywhere, really. See, that's that's just typical, isn't it? When something bad happens, you blame somebody else. That's just... Well, it had to come from somewhere. Like, if they weren't there before, they don't just fucking sprawn up and... Like, you know, they've came from somewhere, but these bastards are, like, immune to, like, chemicals and all. So yeah. they're, like, they're they're getting spread with all this stuff, and they're just going, ah, fuck ye, and yeah. <laughs> fucking that's, bite you anyway, you can't. That's rotten, like, like, but imagine, like, lying in bed and them crawling all nah, over you. don't and, even. No, no. But, but the, the, the point of this is, always check your water bottles, um, and obviously <laughs> check your beds as well, but check your water bottles in case there's any eerie wigs in them. No, I have a real fear, like, I'm petrified of spiders, like... And there was actually one in this in this room the other day, but I'm petrified of spiders, and I would do. I always have a fear that whenever I'm taking doing a poo, that a spider's going. to Why crawl. do you always have to take it to there? No, but I'm. I'll, I have a fear that the spider's going to crawl up inside me. Also, see, I have. So I always there. flush the toilet before I go. See, in America, do you know what my fear is? What? Uh, snakes. In America, co- co- coming up your arse. Yeah. I mean Australia. No, I mean America as well. America, there are snakes in America, but like, or I mean, Australia is kind of fucking known no, for that. Well, you see, the reason why I wouldn't go to Australia is I wouldn't be able to stand upside down for that length of time. Oh I God, really wouldn't like to. <laughs> yeah, but no, I like. I don't like. I asked Kara last night. I says, "Get rid." I don't like massive spiders. And I says, "Get rid of that spider there, will you?" And she's, "Yeah, yeah, no problem." Went to rehearsals, came back, and the spider was still there. And I says, will you please get rid of us? Yeah, 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 no problem. Went into the spare room this morning. 
the spider was still fucking there. So it didn't last one more time because I took the shoe to it and I said, oh. die you bastard. And oh, I, and I, you didn't kill it, did you? No, no, I just took it outside. What, and give it a punishment beating? Or what, what no, no, do? just a punt outside. I did, I did, a punt outside. Um, well, I am good to animals. Oh, I'm, <laughs> as Daryl just said that, I put my foot down and near crushed my dog to death. <laughs> Sorry, Belle. We've actually got our first uh, two guests on the yeah. podcast oh, today. Oh, just, just on that, can I make something very clear? I, I am co-host of this show. I am not a fucking guest. You are a guest. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, well. I'm joking. I am, a bit, but I'm co-hosting this show, not not a fucking guest. We do have two guests here this, yeah. mor- uh, te- this morning, this afternoon, though. It's, uh, yeah, my dogs, uh, Belle and Teddy. Teddy is just, he's in a coma over there, and yeah. Belle has just nearly died. But, um, yeah, so moving on to our topic of conversation today, holidays, yeah. holidays. the good, the bad, and the ugly. So when we said about doing this, I didn't know whether we should do um holidays as in like St. Patrick's Day or Christmas, Halloween. Oh, but yes. I've I've kind of like would like to talk about actual you know actual going holidays away. that you yep. go on in a in a plane. Yeah. Um but yeah, so what do you think of going on holiday then? Well for my holidays like I haven't been in Spain in fifteen years, right? And I, I I loved getting away and, you know, the grassy ass and hola and all this, right? And I, I loved Spain. Absolutely loved it. But all my holidays, right, maybe Spain or anywhere in Europe or America or England, there's one person that always comes up with the funniest shit. And that person is my mother. Like, she is the funniest person to go on holidays with. This is just fucking hilarious. Um, and I have so many stories like we went to Rome in 2017 after I graduated and um, there was we stayed in this it was a nice hotel but there was an awful lot of noise at like fucking 2, 3 in the morning right so we were getting up really early because we had uh, um, the public audience with the Pope so we had to go to um, St Peter's Basilica uh, really early in the morning and like it's not private so anyone can go to it you know so we all got up it was like 40 degree heat and uh, we were trying to get some sleep and ma- we heard this noise and I said oh, fuck this <laughs> fuck this down the stairs in our night dress down the stairs and like the the um the lift was one of these lifts where you actually actually have to close the door itself to go down on it oh was, like, yeah fucking, I've seen that in the films yeah, films was, yeah. so down she went and she's um Excuse me, she says, uh, can't get no sleepy, sleepy upstairs. <laughs> and the man says, sleepy, me no sleepy upstairs. <laughs> so he says, oh, I'd sort it out, i sort it out. So man says, no, uh, more, uh, no more party or elbow, good man. So up she came again, 20 minutes later, the noise started again. Fuck this, she says. Out the room again, marching down. Hey, you! Up here, I need you up here. And like this in the middle of the night, shouting all over the place. So the next uh, uh, next day, she says, uh, well, I had to get up very early anyway. And she says, fuck's sake. She says, I couldn't get any sleep. She says, and look at him lying over that desk sleeping. Arrivederci to you, you fucker. You. 
<laughs> but like she comes out with it. There was one odd time. This was the last time I went to Disneyland. And um, she thought it would be the amazing idea to go with Eamon Rooney coaches. So that meant going to KFC and Yuri uh, for collection at like 4am. Getting the bus to Dublin, all on the Eamon Rooney bus. Sailing from Dublin to Hollyhead. Driving from Hollyhead to Hull, which is a six hour drive across England. Then an 11 hour sailing from Hull down to some place in Belgium. Then a four hour drive from Belgium into Paris, right? Two days travelling. <laughs> uh, Instead days of just flying two, an hour. Yeah, exactly. Two days travelling, three days there and two days back. My face has never been as green in all my life. I yeah, poked my ring up. Over, right? overlord. But on the way overlord, back. Overload, sorry. On the way back, we stopped in Manchester to go to the traffic centre. And. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. So you went from Newry. Yeah. To Paris. Yeah. How the fuck did you end up in Manchester? Because we must have been coming out, uh, coming back through Corn Ryan. Because we went uh, from Belgium back to Hull. And then it must have been Hull Corn Ryan or Hull uh, Hollyhead. Must have been. But what would, the fuck? Yeah, it was a well, ver- like that. Is yeah, it was just a very, very long like, journey. Like Interrail. Yeah. <laughs> o- only we were on a bus. And like, don't, don't even get, get me started. It's my on worst a bus. nightmare. But anyway, um, that's why I, I couldn't even go on the 238 without booking, right? For years. <laughs> But anyway, we um, were in the traffic centre and she was, mummy, sorry, she, mummy was taking me to, mummy, mummy, mother, <laughs> mother dears, was taking me to get tablets so that I wouldn't be sick all over the place. Right. And we were running late for the bus uh, to get the boat. And we we're rushing through the traffic centre and anyone who hasn't been to traffic centre, it's fucking huge. It yeah, is it's massive. Huge. I love it though. And just as... We were going to go down the escalator. I'll never forget. There was this woman doing a promotion for Specsavers. And she had leaflets. And mummy was up to Hido at this stage. She was really, you know, get him on the fucking bus and, you know, run around the place. And the woman put her hand out just as mummy was approaching. And mummy hit her hand. You need to stop saying mummy. (laughs) Sorry, mother. Mother hit her hand. And the whole fucking leaflets went up in the air. (laughs) And came down on top of her like it was snowing. <laughs> Fuck your promotion, she says. And she went, oh, like she's unbelievable. She is an unbelievable like person to travel with. But I don't know how anyone can go. Do you know what fucks me off about holidays? And I know she'll be listening to this. And she does it all the fucking time. Do you know what fucks me off about holidays? What? Security in the airport. If you're starting in that security line... For more than five minutes. Why the fuck do people wait until the very last minute. Until they're on top of the security people. To empty their pockets and take off their shoes. And take off their belt. And empty their pockets and get sorted. Why did they not do it in the line? Yeah like I. This is actually on my list of things. That to talk get? about that I actually. That gave me one of the worst experiences on holidays was was to do with the security it's 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 something that annoys the life out of rushing like okay. we would have traveled we would travel back and forth obviously we went a lot to manchester last year for the football and stuff yeah. and we would have went over like i probably went over a bit more than what she would have and went on day trips and like it's 
fucking baffling like the many dickheads that just like take they haven't ages. a clue they have not got a clue I would love do you know what I don't understand why can you not fucking like why can you not bring in through security a closed unopened bottle of water yeah but you go through security and, and you can fucking buy it within two foot I think it's something to do with like okay, yeah, it's, it's a fucking money the yeah it is cunts, money as well man. I'll never forget the first time I went to America and I was in JFK and because the for those who don't know I have club feet and because of that I requested not to take my shoes off it was whenever <laughs> the the new big machines you know where you go in and you yeah. put your hands up in the air them machines just come in and the first security guard says, yeah, no problem. And went and told the rest of them, right? Yeah. But the rest of them completely ignored what the first one said and kept telling me, take off the shoes, take off the shoes, right? But they made a scene. So then all the other people in the queue were like, why is he not taking his shoes off? Like, I don't know where that accent is. Was but we in South Africa? Or? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> please take off your shoes. Um, wow. But, uh, thank you so much. Uh, but... And I, I, I was like, why is it any of their business? Why why are they shouting at me because I don't want to take my shoes off? They thought that I was up to no good. It's fucking terrible. Like, But see, that's what? the thing. To be fair, like, you know, in America especially, well, yeah, had a but, fucking pretty traumatic experience with regards yeah, to yes, planes. Like, yes, so. but like, I was 17 and I was walking with a limp. What the fuck damage was I going to you do? Could have been putting it on. What do you call that? Is it usual suspects? Your man walks about with a limp the whole way through the film, and then at the end of it, he's normal. Yeah, they don't know that. <laughs> you I could be putting it on. I'm not putting it on. I, they, they don't fucking know that though. Well, just mind their own fucking business. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? We're just going to ignore this. No, no, major I'm not on about. I'm not on about security. <laughs> I'm on about the rest of the people get on the plane. Mind your business. Like, see, that's what's wrong. Going back to past remarkable people again. People don't know just when to mind their own fucking business. They just don't know. Just mind your own business. <laughs> to be fair, I would probably, like, I wouldn't... See, if I was in that position, I wouldn't say it out loud, yeah. but I would turn around probably the Russian and be like, what the fuck's he doing? Why, why, is, he, why is he getting special treatment? Well, you see, I wouldn't say it out loud. I'm not a Karen, so like, but I would like... Speaking of special treatment, right? Yeah. Going away somewhere. Me and my granda were going over to Coventry. Oh, years ago this before he died and obviously because he was able to travel and um lord of mercy on him and he um went over to we we're going over to Coventry, and he i was like we can get all the assistance and everything no i don't want any assistance and i said why not and oh, i'm grand i'm grand we got into the airport right and the first thing he did was i need a wheelchair i can't walk <laughs> i was like but we could have had all this assistance sorted. No, no, I'm alright, I'm alright. End of the wheelchair, right? Got through security. Now, security, the point of no return. What he turned around and said, I need a smoke. Oh, I want to go out for a smoke. I said, no, you, you'll have to wait until you're over the other side. No, I want to smoke. I want to smoke. The issue... I'm just imagining I, right now. Sorry for interrupting. Okay. Little Britain. <laughs> <laughs> I want that one. <laughs> well, you're like fishing your your grand no he was dead on he was dead on like but he always waited for the worst moment to turn around and say i need to smoke he did it one day and you're me i was really really rushing and he says if you go in there i get my pack of email what email i want a pack of email he's grand are you saying email to me yeah 
fucking email. <laughs> so I says, right, okay. Went into the shop and I says, I don't know what I'm asking for, but my grand is looking a pack of email. Yeah, no bad, there you are. Give me it. He took a dragon. Lovely, it would have cut the throat clean off you, like, but yeah, he was he was fun. I only ever went, no, I went away with him twice. One, he was able to walk, one, he wasn't able to walk. But see, walk uh, going with somebody that needs assistance, like, I go to Lourdes all the time. I mentioned it last time, and I can do that, no problem. But see, whenever it's somebody close to you, my patience go out the window. Fuck yeah. you. I don't care. Get on the tri- uh, a fucking plane to Tenerife for all I care. I don't care. Yeah, like as much as I um, love Roisin, travelling with her is tough. Like, um, not I wouldn't go go far as a nightmare, but like, I, I could be. I I hate flying. All right, and I hate flying, so I'm up Are to high. Of it, like? Yeah, like I just don't like it. My problem is, is that I'm a fucking idiot, and like the night before I go flying, I start like watching videos of like planes crashes Why and stuff. Why would you do that? Because I'm a dick, and like I can't help it, and I just, I just fall into a rabbit hole of it. But like I would get into an airport, and I'd be, I'd be fucking stressed out, like in an airport, and like <laughs> I couldn't go. Roisin walks yeah. so fucking slow, like, and I'm like. Can you fucking hurry up? See, like, that's the same with mommy. She dilly dallies yeah. through. Sorry, mother. Through she dilly dallies the whole way through. Come on, come on, quick, quick, quick. We're not fit to. I don't care. Come on, quick, 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 quick. But I, I do feel, I do feel sorry for Roshin because every fucking time that we fly, her bag gets filled. Like every time, and it's that always familiar. no. It's it's always like it's something to do with. Um, I want to say. I'm going to sound really stupid here, but I think it's like a compact or something. And it's like a powder. And they always put it up. And she's like, she has to lift all her shit out. And it's like, you can just tell she wants yeah. to fucking kill someone. But no, like, it's grand. See, once we get through, like, the duty-free and yeah. all that, but like, it's absolutely fine. Like, yeah. we just sell out and chill out. But, like, ev- every time we go in holidays, <laughs> it's the same place in the airport that we have an argument. Because I'm like, come on, hurry up. And, yeah. like... Uh, maybe it's me because I'm I'm a fucking. Is it in the queue to security? No, it's after that. <laughs> oh right, okay. It's going through duty free. Oh, see and one like, time, see one time through security. I'm I'm one hundred percent. But um, oh, my phone is. I um like I have up until that point I couldn't even look at Dublin Airport for years without booking. Like even yeah. the thought of it sent me through the roof. Yeah. Well, what <laughs> out of all your holidays, what uh. Where have you enjoyed the most? Like, where's the place that you've enjoyed going? Oh, good question. I think the first time I went to America was was yeah, cool. America's good, like. But the fifth time, I was like, oh, get me home. Well, no, it's Tele. The fifth time was Kira's first time, so it was like me going for the first time again. I didn't, right. I didn't mind that, but I've seen it so many times now. So America, the first time was unreal. Rome was amazing. Uh, Switzerland as well. Uh, oh, yeah. go, going to uh, the Freddie Mercury uh, tri- or the Freddie Mercury birthday parties in Montreux, it's beautiful. So I'd say it's definitely up there. And then there is a place. It's my favorite place in the world, and it's in the Pyrenees in France. It's called Gavarnia, and it is now to get there. You have to go via Lourdes. But apart from that, it is absolute. I could see my see if I won the Euro Millions. I would build like a wee cabin or something there and I would stay there during the summer. I am not joking you mate. 
like you have the river flowing through you could just sit there and fish all day mind your own business Fuck, i couldn't I, imagine you fishing I, I used to fish did you yeah yeah yeah. i i um i used to fish pike and i, I caught a two pound pike once and it was fucking great best day of my life i can't tell whether that's good or not it's it's quite wow. small it's, it's right. quite small <laughs> but the uh, the next week i fell into the, the lake so <laughs> Well, if you had to pick one place where you recommend, say, for talk's sake, a listener is him and hand about where to go on holidays, where would you recommend? Montreux, Switzerland. Now, the reason being, it, it is very, very dear, but you don't have to just go to Switzerland or to Montreux. It, it, like, just Freddie or Freddie Mercury fans or Queen fans, it's, it's for anyone. Like, it really is right. for anyone. Um, but there's so much more in Switzerland as well. You know, obviously you have uh, the the Swiss Alps. You have unbelievable scenery. Um, in the town next to um Montreux Beve, which where I did a Freddie tribute last year. Um, I'll just get that in there. You know, <laughs> uh, I um, I didn't realize until it was home. It's actually where Charlie Chaplin is buried as well. He lived there right. and was buried. So there's so much history around it, but the scenery is beautiful. And just to give you, I am going to mention Freddie one more time, just to give you an idea. the 15th time. Yeah, just to <laughs> give you an idea of what uh, Montreux is like, especially in the wintertime. Uh, he actually wrote a song and it's called A Winter's Tale. It's on the Made in Heaven album and it is beautiful. It just, it shows you, or he sings about his view out the window looking at Lake Geneva. And it is absolutely beautiful. So I would recommend Switzerland. Um, more or less, probably Rome as well. Rome for sure. Yeah. Well, I've done a bit of digging on the internet. And I was uh, looking at the... I, I just stuck with Europe because like there's yeah. a lot of countries. Yeah. And it was the worst places. And uh, I ended up finding um, a, like a forum and a list from obviously the worst to the best places so i want you to try and guess the what the people have said is the top three so i've listed it in one first place second place and third place of is the top three countries to go on holiday in europe yeah i'm going to say portugal is it three well you don't have to get them in order all right portugal uh, Italy and let me see let's pick a round by, I'll, I'll put Ireland I'll put Ireland in so number one yeah. was Denmark oh I was going to pick because uh, I was going to say I'll pick uh, they're, apparently they're the friendliest nation on the planet that's number one which I was okay. shocked about Yeah. number two was Portugal Okay. Yeah. and number three was Greece Ooh. and I can see why like we were almost going to go to Greece this year, only we couldn't get the flights to match up because of commitments. So we went to Tenerife instead. And yeah. Greece looks unreal. I would love to right. go to Greece, for sure. You said Ireland, right? Yeah. Ireland was number fourteen. Okay. Which is now the list was out of forty-four. All right, forty-four countries. So more or less in round the middle. In round. Right. So Ireland was fourteen. Okay. So it's not bad. Yeah. France was fifteen. Okay. So Ireland was higher than France. So yeah. the way they done it was the worst was number forty four. What was the worst? 
Um, I'm going to let you guess that in a minute. You're going to okay. be shocked by it because I was shocked. Okay. The UK, out of 44, mm-hmm. was 40. I, I can see why. I can see. I really can see why. Like, if, you, if you're, if you say, from Greece, right, and you're coming over to the UK to see yeah. something, and you end up in, like, say, the east end of London or something, and you say, all right, bruv, in it. No, like, like London, scared the fuck I, out of them. I fucking love London. So do but I. But take London out of it. Yeah. And, like, even over here, like, I was, like, <laughs> I was driving, driving out of the, out of the jail, coming out of jail the other day. And I was on the phone to Roisin on loudspeaker. And uh, I was like, loads of people, tourists in there. I was like, who the fuck would want to come to Belfast? It's a fucking shithole. Like, you like, look at Belfast, right? Belfast, one of the main thriving cities yeah. in, in uh, Northern Ireland, right? You yeah. look there and then you look at Portadown, right? Oh, yeah, Port-a-d- I suppose. Portadown is nothing but fucking roundabouts. That's yeah. all there but, like, is But, like, now, in saying that, like, I have friends who, who have, I don't know if they still do listen to it, but they, they have listened to it because they sent me messages. Thank and you one, for your support. One of my uh, very, very, very good friends, um, Frankie, is from the West, right? Mm-hmm. And, the like, it, it is a Westy thing because I'm, Westy is a term used for someone who is born and bred and lives in West Belfast. And I have two good friends, actually, um, Frankie and Jared, right? And the way they talk about the West, you would think it was fucking Hawaii or something. Yeah. They love it. <laughs> think there's nothing. But and, like, see if you argue with Frankie about the West. But it's like, what is West Belfast? The Falls Road, and that's about it. No, there's, it's a lot bigger than what you think. You've you got pole glass. Is, you've I'm, got, just being, I'm just being ignorant. Yeah, you got Pole Glass, you got Andy Town, that again, the Falls Road. Like, there's the West Belfast is fucking massive, like, like it's huge. And it has some of the best people you'll ever meet, the best yeah. crack people yeah, yeah. you will ever. Like, Frankie, the fucking stories I have with that fucker in work. Like, we worked in Carphone together. And, like, it just so happens that me and Frankie look identical to each other. Right, okay. And, um,. I actually, <laughs> I'm going getting off topic, but I need to tell you this. Like, so, <clears throat> we, Frankie looks like Gavin from Gavin and Stacey. Okay. If me and Gavin had a child, it would look like Frankie, because he, it like, he, he does look similar to me. Mm-hmm. But we, we worked together in Carphone, and it honestly was the, the best time of my life working with him. We went and got, to wind up our boss and to get him a Christmas present, we went and got a couple's photo shoot done in the Abbey Centre. Okay. Of, like, us and, like, a Christmas globe and, like, us, like, f- <laughs> so weird. But it was so funny. I actually still have the picture in my wallet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'll show you after. This is from, like, 10 years ago. Mm. But, um, anyway, Frankie and Jared are from West Belfast. And I'm telling you now, they are, Jared more so than Frankie. Frankie is, a, is like, he's, like, a pit bull. Lovely, but, but if you get on us the wrong side, well, it will chew you. I think that's like I would. Say, I don't mean this in a in a bad way at all. But like that'll be a, a trait. Like if you're from West Belfast, you you fucking let people know that you're from West Belfast. I know. Well, like I can, you, you I can see we're ready to fucking go. You know, not I everyone. Don't, no, I don't mean not everyone. Go, but, like no, not everyone, but like Jared, who's obviously a Westie, yeah. like me, loves. The wrestling, loves yeah. it. and w- he's very s- different. I don't even know how the fuck we get on this topic, but anyway, um, the uh, 
I will end this topic on West Belfast. I must say, I grew up in North Belfast. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in East Belfast yeah. and South Belfast. Westies and West Belfast are the nicest people in Belfast. Yeah. And like, yeah, they can all probably go and yeah, beat, yeah, yeah. beat the fuck out of you. But the nicest yeah. people you'll ever meet. Honestly, they're just... They're well lovely. done to the West Belfastinians. I know you're... Obviously, you, you wouldn't have really had probably much encounters with the different sides of Belfast. No, like, you've got that, North, no, like North and I, South would be the... Whenever like, I moved to, yeah, whenever I moved to Belfast for uni, it was just, like, the South Belfast, and that was it. Oh, yeah, you know, like Malone Road and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah all uh, The Malone Road. Yeah. Like, and, like, it's not even saying, like, people from East Belfast are, like, I have friends from East Belfast, yeah. they're lovely as well. I've just had more encounters in West Belfast yeah. just growing up, and, I uh, lovely, lovely people, oh, really well, down the earth. Um, but, anyway... Back to the thing. So, the three worst countries. <laughs> what do you think they are? Um. So out of forty, this is the visit. By the way, not that these countries are the worst. Yeah, they're yeah, just the yeah. going. Ju- just to visit. So forty-four. Is, is it out of forty-four? Forty-four. Yeah. So it's just it's any so, order. Yeah, just, just three. any order. I'm going to pick, and it's just in Europe. Yeah, just Europe. Uh. Romania, Spain, and uh, oh, good question. I don't know. Uh, trying to think of a geography now. Uh, Luxembourg. I haven't a clue. I have not got a check. Spain was number five in the best places oh, yeah, to right, go. Okay. Um, I just thought if people thought it was a wee bit too tacky. Spain. No, yeah, Spain's I know. I, I do like Spain. So. The worst place to go on holiday according to this forum that was voted by people, was yeah. Vatican City. Oh, okay. They well, said it that so it's small. it's great, like it's lovely, but the crowd of people yeah. is just mental and it's just, you'll not have a good experience there, is what it I said. I sweltered in it. Vatican City was worse than Russia. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Russia was number 43 in the list yeah. and Belarus was number 42. Belarus. Why did I not think of this? I've no, I, no, I don't even know where Belarus is. It's Belarus is right beside Russia and north of Ukraine. There you go. Yeah. Um, but on, I'd like, I, I put a list together of my, I've had some bad holiday experiences, okay. but I've put, I've put a li- together a list of like the, my four worst and my four best. Okay. And I'm going to start off with the worst because, yeah. We went to America when I was 11. Me and my mum, my sister was one at the time. And um, her, my mum's friend, uh, Jennifer, and my cousin, who is like a sister to me, Kirsty. And <laughs> we were flying from, I think it was like, we were flying from Dublin jfk jfk to florida and the way there that's the way it used to be or whatever yeah. maybe it still is i don't know but our flight leaving was delayed okay. which meant then we were going to make it's going to be tight enough for our connection flight yeah and we were bolting through the airport but the worst experience about it was the fuckers who were on the plane knew that we were going getting a connection flight a lot of people were getting it but a lot of people weren't but there was people just refusing to get out of the way on the aisle. We're like, yeah. no, we're... I think these were people from here. Like, yeah, not yeah, even, yeah. Usually Americans get a bad rap where they're, like, really rude. These were people from Ireland at the time. Yeah. And I just remember as an 11-year-old, like, my mum would be quite fiery. And uh, I just remember just her 
screaming at me to run i had trouble trouble with breathing so i had like a, a like a temporary inhaler sort of thing and like me like <laughs> and then in the middle of jfk i was like puffing like fucking this inhaler so that was number one all right number two was valencia we went to Benigazine Music Festival, me and my friends, a big group of us, and me and my best friend Adam, and like loads of other, like it was literally, we were the two fellas and like 10 girls. And we, we've done three days in Valencia, went to Benigazine Music Festival, and then done a day in Valencia on the way home. Valencia's fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Like it, a lot of people would love it. It's very similar to Rome, I think, except it doesn't have any of the like historic buildings. Okay. We went to this, the reason why it's shit is because. There's fuck all in it, apart from this Colosseum bullfighting thing. I didn't know what bullfighting was at the time. Okay. So I was like, I thought it was like the American bullfighting where they're like, yeah, and like they get hit by the bull and then the bull goes goes into the back and goes to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's not what it is. They fucking kill the bull. Yes. Like they yeah. butcher it. Like, yeah. like stab it to death the, and then it gets dragged away. Yeah, that's it's why It's sick. Yeah. We spent... 30 euro each to get tickets to go and see this thing because I wanted to go and see it because yeah. I thought it was American bull riding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I made everyone leave five minutes into it. Yeah, and like, you couldn't watch it. Like. So that was fine, which I still think it's your right to get up and leave if yeah. you don't like something. Absolutely. Yet the, the locals didn't see it like that oh, and fuck. went fucking mental they were giving us hand gestures fucking two fingers up one middle finger yeah. they were waving white flags at us they were shouting abuse and like i can speak very good spanish so i understood a lot of what they were saying yeah, yeah, yeah. my girlfriend at the time um was fluent spanish right she understood everything they were saying oh my god and it was fucking horrendous so that was my <laughs> that's horrendous. that's a that's a bad holiday experience that was fine my third one was india oh you were in um, india i i taught in india for, oh well that's right yeah. in episode one you uh compared camera no i didn't i said india. that camera's phone signal was worse than the phone oh, signal. Why? Yes, india. that's what you said but sorry for the reason why i hated india was the conditions was you would drive down say you drive down a mile long street for 90 99% of that street would be slums and sorry not slums because that's a very derogatory term marginalized communities yeah which it are just horrendous like they're yeah. so bad I, i'm not even getting into the detail but they're horrendous yeah. the worst possible thing you can think of they're worse than that but then the one percent was a massive mansion my goodness and this went on and on and on like for mild streets and like we were in was horrendous we taught in one of the schools in the marginalized communities and like the kids that we were teaching were trying to like take our stuff to carry whenever they were taking us to their show us their house so like i was like walking along with like two water bottles like because it was like fucking roasting and it's so human and the wee kid was like i'll take that i was gonna do the accent but not be so racist but i'm gonna i'll take that bottle of water and i was like what he goes no you're better than me i i carry your stuff yeah, I broke. Like yeah, I was horrendous. so sad, but so that was bad enough, right? I was like, no. I was like, you carry one and I carry one. We're equal. I was being all like, fucking yeah, free, yeah. free the world. <laughs> I guess here at the time, but <laughs> eighteen year old me. But we then went to the Irish ambassador's house, and it fucking sickened me. We were in his house, and you want to see that house? It's uh, right, beautiful. And I get it. People are entitled to money. They work hard. They yeah. get the money. I get that. But India. 
the amount of marginalized communities there yeah. and then seeing that shit was horrific for me i couldn't i couldn't get over it for a couple of years like it was yeah. horrendous like to the point where like i didn't want to leave anything on my plate ever so if i even if i was stuffed and was nearly vomit i was making sure i had it instead of throwing it out yeah. it fucked me up for a long time and that 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 experience that's, wasn't yeah that's sad oh like mm. india is beautiful and there's some really be- like agra where the um i think that's where the taj mahal is in agra is like seeing that taj mahal now taj mahal is lovely it's great but beautiful ground there's nothing in it yeah but it's a fucking you, empty building if you see it once that's it yeah it's an empty building but like you go in and see it kira says to me once to say would you build me the Taj Mahal? I just wouldn't even build you a fucking Wendy house. Let alone <laughs> the Taj Mahal. But, like, parts of India are beautiful. Be- like, yeah, really, yeah. Lo- really nice. Like, yeah. we were up in the, in um, in Missouri, which is up in the Himalayas. Okay, yeah. And you can see the mountains in China. Oh, right, across. okay. I, th- yeah. I think it was China. But you can yeah. see them. We were told it was China, so sorry if I'm wrong. But, like, the views and it's the monkeys are running about like they're it's brilliant but that experience was horrendous yeah my last one was disneyland fuck last year sorry 18 months ago where we went to we took a group of young people to disneyland yeah myself and roisin and uh, Amory was there and a lot of other helpers joanne was there and then a couple i think we were the only adults no, because uh, Shauna and stuff was there and Owen was technically an adult even. Yeah. No, he gets on like a child. <laughs> I'm only joking. I love Owen. But we went to Disneyland and I have written down here in this piece of paper, Disneyland, the day from hell. Because oh that's what it fucking was. Okay. A day from hell. A child decided to go off. Now I say child, she was 15 or 16. Decided to wander off by herself. Okay. Couldn't fucking find her Not for three and a half hours. Yeah ran about looking and was like what the actual fuck is going on here ended up she went back to the hotel room forgot her phone in the room went back to the hotel room didn't have a key to get into the room and sat outside the room for three and a half hours fair play there she stayed safe yeah but like we were running about both parks like a fucking agent sent all the kids home don't know how none of them seen her sent them all back with the, with the helpers so we could try and find this girl yeah. to, no, to avoid anyone else going missing that was bad enough then later on in the evening and I had promised Rosine that we were going to go and see the fireworks right and I was like <clears throat> look fireworks aren't on for another maybe 25 minutes I'm going to go into the Indiana Jones ride now she doesn't do roller coasters yeah. I'm going to go into the Indiana Jones ride now like there's no queue I've checked it on my phone I'm going to go on it couple of times and then i'm gonna come back and meet you fucking child lost her phone sure her iphone while running to the indiana jones ride so as i was walking up i just see her standing crying looking for her phone and i was like i was torn in my head being like do i do i leave this situation or do i help of course i had to help because i mean hello i'm in charge with roisin and we were then looking for this guy's phone and roisin was there as well and she ended up coming with me to the, to the Indiana Jones ride just to walk up with me. So we were helping looking for the phone. And... <laughs> right. She'd stop crying and stuff like this. So that's why I'm not, I'm laughing about what her, her brother was there. And was then... Was like, I was like, oh, use to find my iPhone and track her phone. 
So he had it off my iPhone and he was like walking about in a circle. <laughs> and he's like, the phone was, he was like, the phone was following him on the phone. He's like, I swear to God, if this phone is on you in your pockets, made her check her bag. He was tracking his own phone. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> for a half an hour, he was tracking his own phone. Right? And then we ended up missing the fireworks. Roisin was obviously upset. She'd never been to Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Missed the fireworks. Or sorry, we seen the fireworks, but from the side of the castle, so she didn't see anything. And yeah, so that was the Disneyland uh, day from hell. That is not happening this year. Yeah, but, you, you will um, be seeing the you yeah. will be seeing them. But I I never ever ever forget my time in Disneyland for the fucking three days that I was there. You know, after all the journey of getting there and everything, and the our bus driver had nobody else. Do you know that he was there by himself more or less? So we says, oh, she can. Hang out with us, like I was ten at the time, but because this was like at the height of me going for operations, I had splints on my legs and everything, and you know wasn't fit for all the walking. So they got like a, it was like a wheelchair buggy kind of thing, and put me into it, right? So they thought, I thought this is fucking brilliant, you know. I don't have to walk around Disneyland. So there was one day. Please, can you get another one next time we go? Yes, absolutely, as long as you push it. <laughs> but there was one day I will never forget for the longest day that I live. And it was a really warm, sweltering day. And Paul um, was the bus driver. Or his nickname, I don't know if his nickname still, but his nickname at the time was Porky, right? Right. So... He was as uh, hanging out with us, and I was in the buggy wheelchair thing. And he says, "Sure, fucking, I'll push it for a while." And my there was a wee step at the back of it, and my sister Michelle was standing on the step, right? So Ma says, "Do you want ice lollies here?" We says, "Yeah, thanks very much." So we got a round of ice lollies, right? So as we got the ice lollies handed to us, Porky, who's quite a big fan, right, decided to. Open the ice lolly and push the um push the buggy with his belly. Michelle's head was down, opening her ice lolly, and my head was down. So all heads were down, opening her ice lollies, and we're walking on and walking on. And next thing, I lifted the head now. Oh fuck! Crash, bang, wallop into this cleaner in the middle <laughs> of Disneyland, right? And she, her eyes, I'll never forget it. And she went. Hey, like this, right? <laughs> it's, it's good. And he says, What the fuck is she doing stopping <laughs> without any regard that you know we had bumped into yeah. her? I am convinced that she put some fucking curse on us. I am convinced. So if if she's there in January, like this, and we're talking 15, 16, 17 years ago, if she's still there, fair play to her. But we cut the fucking ankles clean off her, like God. There was not a time we went to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And um, he, do you know the way the water sprays out at you? Yes. He shouts all over the top of the place, you dirty rotten bastards. <laughs> he was brilliant. But I'm going to tell you another story about a holiday that we were on. I think it was the last time I was in Salou, uh, 15 years ago. And there was me and mommy and my brother and my sisters as well all went. And uh, Sir Louise, my sister, was in the pool and Michal kept jumping in and out of the pool. So he was 
jumping like dive bombing quite close to our Sir Louise and kept happening, kept happening. And next thing he did it one more time and Sir Louise let a squeal out of her. We're like, oh fuck, what happened? What happened? You know, like did he hit her or what happened? So the next thing Sir Louise comes out and she's hurling herself. And she couldn't get a towel quick enough, so she put the towel around and she was like a burr, like a bull. He says, what the fuck happened? Michal says, I was jumping in and out of the pool and she did my big toe get round her bikini bottom and ripped it clean off. <laughs> Completely <laughs> tore it to shreds with this big toe. <laughs> and this is in front of everyone and she was so embarrassed. Like, And see th- shit like that. It's always funny shit like that that happens like to me or my family on holidays. Like all the fucking time. It's so funny. I, I just love it. But the laughs that you get in holidays is, is brilliant. Yeah. I love it. I asked the uh, <clears throat> I asked the followers on Instagram to tell us some uh, of their worst experience. Okay, yeah. So James wrote, uh, when I went to Turkey at Halloween in 2007, there was absolutely fuck all there to do and the weather was shit. <laughs> Thank you. Like, <laughs> literally, literally like Michael Palin there. Thank you so much. That's a so uh, so a, well put. Yeah, a travel expert there. Thank uh, you so much. Um, another. I'm gonna leave this one anonymous. I actually know the person. <laughs> Tell us your worst holiday experience with your ma, and it's 100 percent true. Okay. <laughs> my ma's a nightmare on holidays. Well, I have to say, uh, my mother's very good travel. Yeah, companion. my mine isn't. No, I have to say, like I I'm guaranteed the best laughs with her because like. She hasn't a clue where she is. Like, she has not. Am I in Sweden now? No, mother, you're in Switzerland. Oh, whereabouts? Is that in Europe? She hasn't a notion. Hasn't a clue. Uh, Al said, um, plane crashing off the runway in Abu Dhabi at full speed on my way home from New Zealand. That sounds exciting. Were you in one of them um, TV shows, you know, or crash investigation? <laughs> the, uh, he, uh, he also wrote, um, once when I was a child I was taken advantage of in an amusement by a gambling addict um, oh. she got me <laughs> she, oh. she got me to use the money in my wee brown fabric beaded purse to play <laughs> to play her gambling machines um, uh, she then kept the winnings my mum caught on and ate the arse of her fucking weirdo <laughs> I'm so sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they were lovely um but we've talked about the worst, and there's no point being all, all negative in the podcast. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, I'm going to go through my places that I recommend okay, where, yeah. where to go. Lanzarote. Okay. I fucking love Lanzarote. I think it's beautiful. I think it's warm, and there's so much to do. Is it love warm it. all year round? Uh, Lanzarote, or probably well, like not, my, this time of year, probably be shit. No, my aunties and stuff have went, and it's warm enough. Like, it's warmer than fucking here. Mm. So, you know. It's warm enough. I don't think it'd be like fucking 30 degrees as it is all year round, but I love Lanzarote. Yep. Tenerife, um, whenever I was a child, we would have went to Lanzarote every year. The same hotel, same complex, La Panita, Lanzarote, every year. And I loved it. I tried to convince Roshan to go to Lanzarote this year, but yeah. we went to Tenerife instead. Okay. And it was amazing. Like, it was so nice. The food... Um, where do we stay? We stayed in between Las Americas and Las Cristianas. Right. And um, we would have ate in Las Americas. And it was unbelievable. Like, just the atmosphere and, like, the bars and stuff. Yeah. We found, like, obviously, typical 
Irish tourists found an Irish bar. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, they had the Siam Palace, the water park. Fucking class. The weather was beautiful. Now, what I would say is the, the hotel that we stayed in was like a palace. We went, we decided to go all inclusive just to try it out. Mm-hmm. Fucking awful. Oh dear. The food was stinking. And I know whenever she listens to this, she's going to give off to me. I don't give a fuck. It was rotten. The breakfast was all right. And the yeah. pool food that you got was nice as well. Yeah. But see the fucking dinner in that in place. In the restaurant, like. The worst options of food you could think of. Like, who the fuck wants to eat a roast beef at 29 degrees heat at 7 o'clock at night? No one. Who the fuck wants to eat watery fish soup? No hey, no one. Fish soup. Like, like, and I'm not picky when it comes... Like, I love fish. I love prawns. I love everything. The choices were shit. I ended up eating the same shit every day. Fucking French fries and, like, a chicken on a bone. Like, it was rotten. I fucking hated oh, it. The dessert was stinking as well. So, like, I think we we only ate on it twice because we were like, we'll pay it all inclusive and add out. Yeah. Also, yeah. fucking convinced that all-inclusive places, not just with uh, Tenerife, this is everywhere, that they water down their drinks. Because oh, no I'm doubt. a fucking lightweight. No and doubt. I had about 12 cocktails one day and I didn't feel a thing. I could yeah. drive a car. No fine. doubt. Yeah, sure. It's piss yeah. cheap as well. So, yeah. no doubt that they do. The next place would that I would recommend was uh, Reichstadt and Baden-Baden in Germany. Okay. I was very fortunate that I went on work experience to Germany and worked in the Mercedes factory okay. in uh, Reichstadt. And it's down at the bottom of Germany. And I swore to fuck, it is beautiful. beautiful yeah. The food is lovely. It's a mixture between, because it's like kind of like on the border between like France and Germany. Yeah. It's like a mixture of French food oh, and nice. German food. Yeah beautiful um, and you know the people are lovely now they're really sticklers for time and like nothing is ever but see late. that's the germans for you very efficient but like you know. beautiful country yeah beautiful and like i was really surprised nearly i would say 90 percent of germans speak english fluent yeah i would, I would say so yeah like it was it was lovely and like they taught us a lot of german like they taught us um hashtag the hashtag i need a shit of course it does <laughs> of then, course it does uh, teach me again Hastas Scheiße gemacht. Einspruch durch Dischken. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that means. They then Nistink the Schneider. Right. What does that mean? You smell like shit. <laughs> That's what? literally the two things I remember <laughs> from from that ten years ago. Um, that well, was. I would love to go to Germany sometime. Beautiful. Like, I've been twice. Now I went to Berlin. And I didn't like it. Right, I really okay. didn't like it. I just thought it was. It's just all big buildings, yeah. and it's so fucking expensive. Yeah. Like, I went to Krakow and Berlin in like the space of like a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, Krakow is on That's Poland, real Poland yeah. or Poland, Poland. No, it's Poland, but yeah, it's um, mate, Krakow is unreal. Yeah. Oh my god, it's the nicest place ever. I'd say the nicest people as well. The lovely people. Yeah, like yeah. we there's like a like a John like you'd fucking love this here. John Paul the Sacton um yep. Waxworth Museum, which is a fucking freaky diggy. <laughs> but it's uh it's lovely. Um my fourth one was America. Um and the reason why is because the food is unreal. The like, food can be nice. I fucking I'm a fat bastard, right? And whenever I was in America Whenever I was eleven, I went in the Universal Studios and I just seen in the corner of my eye this big, massive fucking like 
ham on like a bone yeah. thing and it's like the size of my head unreal like, but yeah, whenever it's, it's great there's not the walmart walmart is my favorite place in the world i don't like walmart i, I, don't I, like I was you. in walmart beside macy's in new york there wasn't it was too busy it was things all over the floor i didn't really like it was it was around chris it was around thanksgiving so i understand why it was busy but food in america like yes i don't i think they're in last november because kira was with me i was more adventurous than what i had ever been in america so you know i had gone to k-town for the first time which i know is an american food but it was fucking beautiful um, and I tried all this different type of food. I tried Taco Bell for the first time as well. Oh, Ta- Taco Bell was all right. It did not give me the shits, was, which is good. Do you know what else I tried? Uh, the McRib was in. Oh, uh, yeah, it was in McDonald's. Whenever was I was it there. nice? It was. It was all right. Yes, I can't. I can't complain. But like, food in America. Do you know where I had the nicest burger in America? Where? Jamie Carragher's bar. Carragher's it's called now it's closed now I think it might be down in downtown New York All right. downtown Manhattan but it was in Midtown whenever I was there uh, close to Times Square and it was the nicest burger uh, like wow. it was fucking piled high it was about the size of a building um, what was going on just there you were talking about Germany you remind me of Belgium there uh, which is one of the neighbours to um, Germany and I went in 2018 with Queens. Uh, I had just, was 2018? Yes, I had just finished, or I was in the middle of doing my master's. And um, they said, oh, do you want to go? But it was with the year below me that I went with. And mm-hmm. I don't know why they invited me, but I went anyway. And, um, <coughs> Jesus Christ. Hello. There's the dogs have made their first, uh, first appearance. And it's a good job you can't smell because I just shit myself. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, we were in Belgium and um, went to the European Youth Parliament. Yeah. And it was at the time that uh, Brexit had obviously happened and everything. And it was at the end of the uh, sessions. And they said, is there anyone else that would like to ask a question? So, like, there was 800 people in the hemicycle. And I got up. And <laughs> it's all right. I know. Po- I know. I'm talking about politics, so it's not that bad. But I got up and you know waved my arms in the air like this. Yeah. So the next thing, um, I got to ask a question. I was giving it all, you know, Northern Ireland. Oh, I not, seen a video of you. Yeah, oh, yeah I thought you were Ireland a dick. Did not vote to leave the <laughs> European Union. Giving it loads, right? So we left there, and the following day, I put up on Facebook. The following day, seven thousand people saying it, loved it. Blah blah blah. And the following day, I went to meet a, um, a member of the European Parliament, so an MEP. Mm-hmm. So I left the group to go and meet this MEP in the Parliament. And as I was finished the meeting, I was walking back over to where the group was. But it was really, really long. And it was in the middle of November, so the dark evenings were in. And my phone was down. So I was like, fuck, I better, you know, head back to the hotel here. Otherwise, I'm not going to know where I'm going. I'm going to be completely lost and everything. I ended up getting lost in Brussels. And I had to to get back to my hotel. I had to get two trains and walk 40 minutes back to where I was supposed to be. And Mavs texted me, you all right? I said, yeah, 
hundred percent. Yeah, dead on. And like the whole world falling out of my arse because I was lost. I had no idea where I was going. But Belgium, Belgium's a, another brilliant country to go to. It's well, really, really good. On the on the holiday um topic, I was looking up the holiday horror stories that I um and I wanted to pick the the best ones. So I've got a list. I've got a a, a few here. Sorry. Um. So the first one, um, some of them are funny. Some of them are fucking horrendous. The first one's pretty bad. Okay. Like so. <clears throat> A group of 15 blind and partially sighted people endured a real holiday from hell when they stayed at student accommodation in Wales. The group who travelled with 10 staff from Teesside and District Society for the Blind were shocked to discover damp mattresses, windows jammed open with cutlery, broken toilets, a broken lift and poor lighting. Two members... Poor lighting, really? Two members... It's awful. Two members of the group also got locked in their rooms. The group, I love this line. The group's manager, um, leave her name, said everyone was left very upset. <laughs> Fucking obviously. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, they were they were very upset. Yeah, it, I'd be fucking livid. <laughs> so, fair play that you're only only a wee bit upset. Um, so the next one. Dozens of I I I did laugh at this one. I'm fucking I I did laugh. I was like, fair fucking play to them. Okay. Um, to the locals, dozens of British holidaymakers staged a sit-in at a luxury Caribbean hotel or yeah Caribbean hotel after drunk and rowdy locals turned up and urinated in the swimming pool, at the buffet food, and caused chaos and destruction. <laughs> Guests at the Dominican Republic resort claimed. Their holiday was ruined after the group destroyed everything, ate everything, and even washed themselves. <laughs> washed themselves down fully in the shower by the pool. After holding the sit-in, they were eventually moved to another hotel. Oh my god! Like, Slap it up! Do you know what they shut it on just to make it even better? Shit in all the kettles. <laughs> like shit in the kettle. Like, imagine going into a hotel room, right? Oh, I'd love a wee cup of tea. And you open it to put water in, and all you see is a massive shit land. And yeah, I just think <laughs> no, I've never done it. I don't see what's wrong with this. No, I don't either. Like, fair, play. fair enough. It's a luxury hotel, right? And it's nothing to do with fucking the British thing or anything like that. For a start, yeah. before people start saying that, no, it's but not. but fair it's play. just like fucking let them be out of trouble. Yeah, like live, live enough. Sick. The, uh, the next one, the British holidaymaker who was arrested in Rhodes and thrown in jail for 72 armed robberies he did not commit, for example, uh, probably won't be returning to the Greek island anytime soon. Imagine, like, on holidays and you get thrown in jail that's, for 72 armed robberies. That's horrendous. Ah, brilliant. Um, one bride's Hindu turned into a weekend from hell when she discovered the foul stench at an Essex guest house was coming from a dead body in the room next door. Oh. One of the dude. girls, Chelsea... One of the girls, no name, um, said the bride-to-be was... Thank you. Was sick because of the stench. There were flies buzzing around and everyone was complaining. The bride threw up all night because of the smell. We spent the weekend spraying deodorant everywhere. Yeah. Staff said they were unable to check the room as it was let to, uh, it was let to a permanent tenant. A cleaner later later made the discovery. That's, That's fucking mad. Imagine like 
smell not for a start, but also the smell being that strong that you're poking all over the place. I know. That's horrendous. horrendous. No, um, no, God love them. The next one, when a British woman visited a safari park in South Africa, the last thing she expected was to be mauled by cheetahs. Well, what the fuck did she expect? To be go and, and roll around in yeah. dandelions? Like, what the fuck? Um, one of the staff, or she was told, sorry, that it was on uh, that it was safe to get up close and personal with the cheetahs. But at... uh, why did she still think that was a good idea? I know, but um, one of the animals turned on her, gouging her head. She said that it seemed like play at first, but turned very serious very quickly. Ah, because you fuck off, like it, <laughs> it seemed like play. She managed to escape when a woman from reception ran over with a and stick and shot the bastard with a stick. With a stick, yeah. <laughs> get down get down from there no, leave her alone there leave, leave she's grand my ma takes my wee Jack Russell dog out for a walk she takes a stick it's just like St. Patrick walking about with this stick get away you're painting your ma to be a crazy bastard like what you're painting your ma to be a crazy bastard you only see her whenever like you're your mum's lovely she is lovely she is she is like a saint she really ah, is. That's lovely. But I finish off with a funny one yeah. from this uh, story. So <clears throat> I don't even think I've read this one. Anyway, uh, many years ago, my late mum was traveling to Bangkok for my sister's wedding <laughs> at Heathrow Airport while going through security. Oh my god! <laughs> I love this. I actually did read this one. It's funny as fuck. I'm gonna start again. Many years ago, my my late mum was traveling to Bangkok for my sister's wedding at Heathrow Airport. While going through security, the armed guard opened her arms for my mum to do the same, so that she could be patted down. Mum, being so lovely, thought she wanted a hug, so give her one. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. Uh, I'd love to do that. I actually yeah. don't. You know what? I have never done it in an airport, but yeah. I done it at Man United. Right, yeah, and the now the security guards at United are fucking so dead on. They're all supporters, yeah. and they're so dead on. But one of the guys um, was patting me down. I went ooh, like when he was patting me down, <laughs> and he was like, he just looked at me. Um, last year, me and Ma went to um, what do you call that place? Uh, went to England. <laughs> Why did I say what do you call that place? We went to England, but there was this, we were staying in Bradford, and we were getting our dinner, and the wee girl came out, and it was like two quiches, but the way the wee girl said was, two tarts, and I said, well, I've been called worse, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was going to tell you another story there, but it's gone out of my head, it'll, it'll come back to me, I'm sure. But um, Well, what we'll do now is, we will move on to our next section, which okay. is the Am I the Asshole segment. Okay, man. So, I've got one example. I'm going to bring this to you every week. All right. This one, I I actually really liked it. Um, and I think it's going to get a lot of people mixed. Am I the asshole for telling my kids that my mother-in-law hates me? And that's why I'm not coming on our family trip. My husband, 33 male, and I, 33 female, have two eight-year-old twin boys. We both work full time and my husband makes a little more money than me, but just a little. We Why, make, and that's relevant yeah. because... don't know. We make enough to be financially secure. We can afford all the necessities and rent a two-bedroom apartment. But 
we have never traveled aside from weekend road trips and probably won't be able to in the foreseeable future. My husband's family is quite well off. A few weeks ago, my mother-in-law called my husband and asked if we wanted to bring our kids on a trip with her. She apparently wanted to spend some time with her, with her family. Her family, in inverted commas, though, doesn't include me. She has always disliked me and never considered me part of her family. Partly because I'm not religious. My husband is, but he respects my lack of belief. And also because she doesn't like me. My husband knows this and hasn't ever forced me to interact with her, but he still think talks to her occasionally. Anyhow, he told me that my mother-in-law had offered to pay for him and the boys to go on a two-week trip with her around Thanksgiving time. I am not invited. She said I'm not really her family, so she doesn't want to pay for me too. This is what she said word for word according to my husband. She knows that we cannot afford to pay or afford for me to pay to come on this luxurious trip. She can afford it pretty easily herself. I was pretty upset about this because I'd love a break too, but I understand that the kids will love this, so I said that of course they could, they should go. I tried to be cheerful about it, but my husband understood that I was upset. He asked my mother-in-law specifically to please invite me too so that we can have a proper family trip. She uh, reiterated that I might be his family but not I am not her family. I told him to push it, but or I told him not to push it because I want my kids to have a good time without uh, without my husband and mother-in-law fighting during the trip. But I've been feeling pretty angry about the whole thing. So yesterday when my son asked me why I wasn't more excited about the trip, I told him I wasn't coming because his grandma hates me. I said this in a bitter tone. They were pretty upset to hear this. Later, my husband told me I was an asshole for dumping my feelings on my kids and making them feel guilt about looking forward to the trip. He said I was ruining it for them and also ruining their relationship with my mother-in-law. They're pretty close. And that I am being selfish. So do I? Do you think I'm in the wrong? She shouldn't have said it to the children. I disagree. She shouldn't. She, uh, especially eight-year-olds. You wait until like they're, they're a bit older. You don't say it whenever they're eight. You just say, oh, uh, mummy's a wee bit busy and blah, blah, blah. You know, you come up with an excuse. You don't see people who use children as a weapon, right? To in like a conflict or no, a, a, I argument. get that, but yeah. in this case, I don't think she was. I think that she was just like I don't think she was, she was letting them go. She was letting them go. But yes. I'm telling you one thing: see if that if I was that woman, I'd do the exact same fucking thing. I'd be like, nah, do you know what to do? Fuck you! I'm not going to pretend to my kids like you are a fucking saint. I'm telling you, I would. I'd be I'd be the exact same. No, I would just tackle the, instead of doing it through the husband. I would just tackle the mother-in-law myself and keep the children out of it like why can she not go to the mother-in-law and have it out with her okay so yes i can see that point of view so why does what does she tell the kids that she's not going because she can't just say i'm not i don't want to go because then she looks like a dick she she could just say oh no i i I can't i'm really really busy at work i can't do it i hope you have a great time with your grandma blah 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 she doesn't need the children are not mature enough to understand and should know oh one part of my family hates the other. That A child at that age should not be involved in that. And the mother was wrong to say that. Just in my opinion, it's it, the mother was wrong. Because I think that um, children should be kept out of it. Children should be seen, but not heard. 
They do not need to know every single thing that's going on. They don't need to know. Well, that's the first thing we've both disagreed on. So I will do a poll on Friday. I'll put up a poll on Friday. Yes, no problem. And, but and I, we'll I still think, though, that she could have handled it better. She did. Now, that's not to say she, the mother-in-law, sounds like an absolute bitch. But she should deal with the mother-in-law herself instead of being a coward and hiding behind her husband. And <laughs> she, also, how is she hiding behind her husband? Because why doesn't she just tackle herself then? Why does she keep saying, oh, speak to your mum, speak to your mum? It's his mum. Yeah, but wh- if she has the problem, just go and speak about it. Like, why pass on somebody else's problems or your problems to somebody else? Mm. Why, why involve him? Just be out with it. What the fuck's your problem? What is your fucking problem? And keep the children out of it. The children do not need to know at all. Because now the children are going to go to Nanny and say, Nanny, why do you hate my mommy? And then Nanny is going to turn around and say, because your mommy's X, Y, and Z. And then the children will be back to... That That can emotionally scare children at that age. And the mother should not have said it to the children. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> well, we will leave that there yep, before 100%. before we start punching each other. And we're going to move on to our surprise topic. Okay, this week's surprise topic is something I think would be very interesting for you, Darren. Okay. It is, are the Simpsons writers time travelers? Oh, now I've heard this. And yeah, yeah, I have been del- like going through it all. And I've got a list of things that they've predicted. Okay, yeah. Which, and to be honest with you, so they they aired an episode back in the year 2000 called Bart to the Future. Okay. Which they predicted that Donald Trump would become president of the United States. Yeah. They then, they have also predicted, where's my next one, that there would be a three-eyed fish. Uh-huh, yeah. Years later. There was a three-eyed fish found been. in South America. Yeah. They predicted smartwatches. Yeah. <laughs> they predicted FaceTime. In started. 1995, they predicted smartwatches and the first smartwatch came out in 2014. They predicted, which this is this is one's mental, I mm-hmm. think. They predicted the fucking Disney and Fox merger. Yes, they did. Like, that's crazy. Like, they predicted that in 1998 and that took place in 2019. They um, predicted the uh, Richard, Richard Branson going into space. Yeah. That was an episode in 2014, and he went in 2021, which is fucking mental. They, um, were, as they predicted FaceTime, mm-hmm. which in itself is fucking I think they predicted mental. that in like the 1990s as well, early yeah. 2000s. But the one that really stuck out for me was... They had an episode in 2006 about a submarine disaster uh-huh. and about going down and then something catastrophic going wrong. Now, I yeah. think like Homer woke up from the coma and stuff, yeah. but that's fucking mental. Yeah. Um, it's just uh, they, they, the manufacturing voting machines, yes. um, you know, the which happened it, like in 2012, that happened in America. Yeah. The... Um, what else? What else? What else? So we get to the serving the horse mate in the episode of 1994, and that ended up uh, the Guardian uh, recounted the infamous horse meat scandal of 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already went through the baby translator 
They predicted that. The censoring of fucking Michelangelo's David. So, <laughs> in 2016, obviously, the statue was covered up and they got rid of his uh, Mickey. Yeah. And But the Simpsons had done that. Yeah, and they, they did that quite early on as well, yeah. Like, um... The, and, and just by the way, you're talking to a Simpsons super fan here. Yeah, I, like, it. this is why I... Um, like, the, 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 the crazy one as well was... Um, they predicted... Um, in 1993 there was an episode um marge and chains were there was a flu a pandemic yeah the osaka flu yeah after a shipment of products reached simpsons yeah and it was nigh on identical to covid19 but not only that they also predicted killer bees that was in the that, literally in, in that same yep. yeah in that same episode i think yep it was the, literally the next thing i was gonna was the killer bees yeah and um, the legalization of um, marijuana I in think, Canada. I it's think fucking mental. Well, did they, did they um, predict? There is one as well. Now, I'm not too sure about it, but an awful lot of people who talk on the lists that the Simpsons creators have predicted is that they also predicted 9-11. Um, in an episode... With a uh, magazine? Yeah, with the magazine. Yeah. Um, it, it had nine and then the two towers beside it. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, I'm not too sure about that. Is it just coincidence? You never it's know. It's mental. No, I think, look, I'm, as you know, I'm I'm a full-on atheist. Yeah. Right? And I I believe, like, and I'm not even going to get into my beliefs because people think I'm fucking, will think I'm mental. You're an atheist. But Thank I God. think it's possible. <laughs> I think it's possible. I do think it's possible that there's something there. There's, because there's how the way. fuck can you they see, predict all they that stuff? Are like? so, when you really look into The Simpsons, they are so into their um, science fiction. You know, you've got yeah. comic book guy, you've got the McBain stuff, you've got um, the Radioactive Professor, Man. Yeah, Radioactive Man. They have all the science fiction. They have Futurama. The creators of Simpsons have Futurama as well. I think as well there's something going on there that they definitely know, you know, what's happening in the future. And I did read, like, that there's so many episodes of Simpsons and there's so many things talked about and there's some... That, like, there's there's a mathematical probability to things. Like, there's a lot of things that they talk about that hasn't came true yeah. yet. Yeah. But the, uh, it's mental. Like, but it's is crazy. It, is it like, just a case that it's only because they have been going for so long that... You know, uh, the idea of a, a talk and watch in 1995 was just a creation that only, you know, it came to light, what, about 20 years later? Yeah. So was it just their imagination and... But like, it's so... But, I, but like, the, the Donald Trump one, there's no getting around that. Could you imagine... Even, even them going down the escalator, the whole picture... Yeah, oh my God, it's yeah. now on that to go. But yeah. could you imagine in 2000 and when you were safe, let's go back to when, when we were 10... And the phones back then in whatever it was, 2006, 5, yeah. 6. Like, I couldn't have imagined that phones, nowhere in any, I don't believe Nobody. in anyone's imagination yeah. could they have imagined that. So then cast back 10 years earlier than that. Before, the fact that how, they, how the fuck did they? You know, know, so like there is something really weird about it. I'm going to do a poll and see what people think yeah, um, I, as well. But I love The Simpsons. Yeah. And I always have, always loved it. Like, even the Bartman. Do you remember the Bartman? No. 
it it was it would have been maybe before our time as well, right? But Bartman was uh, Bart had a number one single at one point. Wow. Um, and it and was that on, character's voiced by a uh, by a woman. Yes, that's Samantha. right. And it was on cassette, but it was Bart rapping to the Bartman. I don't know the words. Sounds name. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but Otto, the bus driver, was in it as well. Yo, Bart, dude, you know, and he was like, yeah, Otto, man. And he would do the rap and everything. Can't remember all the words now. I actually played it on radio once, do, do the Bartman. Um, so if you ever get a chance to listen to it, because it is fun. But I remember sitting in a meeting with a professor couple of years ago now and he says uh, so what you like to do I, this was whenever I was studying theology and I lived in the theology building so all I had to do was go upstairs for class it was fucking brilliant yeah and he says so what do you do to wind down after a lecture I says, I'll tell you the truth I go up and I watch Simpsons <laughs> and, and do you know something I still do in 2020 at the height of the pandemic I got Disney plus and I started from episode one season one and I'm up to season 20 at the minute. Um, and wow. I fucking, I've just gone, but see even watching it from start to finish and watching the changes, you know, I, a couple of months ago I was watching a certain season and it was like, internet? What's the internet? So watching that change as well yeah. and how they've moved is just, it's uh, like, they're, they're very close to, I think they're in 35 seasons at the minute. And I really, really hope that they get to 40 because it's fucking well there's no real talk of it cancelling cancel no unless like the the only it's really down to disney now isn't it yeah but the only um voice actor that i'd be worried about and this is only due to his age would be um oh forget his name now but um who does he voice he voices ned flanders right, uh, okay. mr burns smithers all them at uh, Doctor Hibbert. I don't know if he does Doctor Hibbert now though, because you know you have to yeah. get certain actors for certain characters. Um, but he's near eighty, if not over. It. So, but the rest of them, like Hank Azaria, he does. Um, Mo. Chief Wiggum, Mo. He's only in his fifties. Uh, Nancy Cartwright, who does. Um, Bart. Who does Bart? She's in her fifties as well. Um. What do you call him? Dan Casanella, who does Homer. Uh, I'd say he's in his 60s. And then, what do you call her? She does Marge. Marge would be the other one that I'd be worried about. Marge's voice in the current seasons. I haven't watched it yet, but her voice is gone. Like, oh, wow. When you think of, you know, oh, homie, right? Yeah. For doing that for nearly 40 years, your voice is going to be fucked. And her voice is nearly gone, which is unfortunate. They should get somebody else in that can do the voice yeah. and do it. But in terms of them being time travellers, I fucking love that discussion because it, it is so... It's freaky what they have predicted. It really, yeah, really is. it's weird. Like, yeah. it's really, really weird. I would love to get some uh, viewers' opinions on that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we will leave that there. Um, and we'll... Yeah, we'll start to wrap up. Uh, yes. Is there anything that's pissed you off this week? Anything that's pissed me off this week. Yes, my car is still pissing me off. Um, but other than that, it's okay. Uh, people being rude is another thing. Um, and like, it's just one of them things. People are rude all the fucking time. But it's unnecessarily rude. Unnecessary rudeness. Like, see snide comments. I fucking hate. 
if you are people mumbling or talking under their breath hey oh that that winds me up so much and it's happened a few times this uh. week already and it's just on my fucking head and what else has annoyed me people making out that you're daft when you know that you're right that's another thing I, like I I would go say if somebody made me out to be stupid I would go from naught to you've, ten you've had an angry wee week haven't you I've had no no I've had a frustrating week not an angry week I'm, I wouldn't say I'm an angry person I've had a frustrating week but I'm okay the 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 fact that fucking what do you call it Eerie Wigs decided to come into my water bottle definitely didn't help but um, I actually gave good advice there the other day he says the minute you start shouting everyone stops listening because they don't want to they don't want to hear anyone shouting like and I'm the world's worst because see once I start shouting that's it I'm fucking I will shout and I won't stop shouting until I'm calmed down well the th- things that pissed me off this week was uh one thing in particular um <sighs> have to obviously for people just have to have a green beard so yep. i get all the green stuff on and the promoter was very kind can i can i just say i seen him with the uh with the green beard and it looks really really cool yeah but <laughs> thank you but the promoter give got like makeup wipes and stuff and uh I was like, right, I'm scrubbing away six makeup wipes, seven makeup wipes, eight, scrubbing away, loads green. And I was like, perfect, it's off. Walked in, looked in the mirror, and I was still fucking bright green. <laughs> I was like, you're fucking kidding me. Get into the car. Fucking petrol light on. I was like, no. <laughs> Went to look for a wallet in the house. Had to of use course. my phone. Of course. And I was like, I have to go into this garage. Yeah. All right. So I phoned Roisin and was like, I have to do this. And she was like, you're a fucking idiot. So, I, uh, <laughs> she was like, just tell them, like, what you were doing. And I was like, no. It's like, it's going to be more obvious like, I'm not. So, I put my baseball cap that I never have off my head on, <laughs> put it down and walked in with a green beard. They probably thought it was a hold up. They just looked at me and I was like, you all right? And I was like, can I get X, Y, and Z, diesel, pump, whatever. Yeah, no worries. And the guy just looked at me. I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> this lasted but I was just fucking I was fucked off at the you makeup I just company. said you know I'm, I'm doing big juice you know I know um, it, it's a year this week since I was completely bald for playing the iconic role of oh, fuck me Uncle Fester yeah. um, and do you know I was talking about it last night and Brian Ribby says to me you're still talking about that yeah the cheeky bastard you know <laughs> but i doing like see whenever you get a role like say bit juice you at the minute for me my iconic role was uncle fester i'll never play a role like that again i fucking loved it shaved the head completely bald put on you the were fucking suit. you look like your wee man from boy in the striped pajamas oh thank you so much i really appreciate it but i i completely bald and um you know had a fat suit on and everything and had the big coat and it was the best week I f- well the best couple of months being Uncle Fester. Um, just I remember now what I was going to say about the airports. Um, I have this habit that when I come back from holidays and I come into arrivals into Dublin Airport and there's people standing there with boards, I always come out and I go, 
Oh, thank you so much, folks. It's great to be home. <laughs> thank you so much. And I can't sign any autographs here this morning. I have to go and catch a bus. But thank you all so much. I really appreciate it. And they're all thinking, who the fuck's your man? Like, to me, I'm a celebrity. Yeah, you're a dick. <laughs> That's a um, and on that bombshell. <laughs> on that note, we will uh, wrap it up today. So if you enjoyed the po- podcast, please tell your friends and families to give us a listen. Give us a, a follow on Instagram. We put up uh, weekly content for the viewers to get in touch with us. To all the people who left reviews on the Spotify and Apple Podcasts, thank you very much. It's all been positive. Um, I'm going to try and fix the volume, I promise. Oh, can um, you hear us this week? Uh, right, yeah. No, to be fair, I did listen to it on my phone. It was very low. Oh, right, very, okay. very low. Oh, right. so, um, oh, you see, we wouldn't want to upset any no. critics, would we? No. No. Fuck, you're, you're <laughs> such a snob. <laughs> um, but yes, listen, from me, JP. And me, Darjee. Thank you very much. Over and out.